testing, testing, one, two, testing. All right. <clears throat> Hey guys, thanks for joining. We'll just be waiting for Durden to come in. Oh, and there he is. <clears throat> I think you're good to go. Hey, man, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Doing all right, doing all right. All right, nice to speak to my man, Durden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we've chatted a bunch, but first time talking, as far as I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep, 100%. It's nice to talk to you, man. So I guess we'll wait a couple minutes to see if some people want to come in before we start. Um, sure thing. I uh, usually takes a couple minutes. Yeah, I uh, announced it in the Discord. So, all right, sounds great. Yeah, you guys uh, have been doing really well. I like, I like it. Project's been really sustainable over time, even in the bear market. Yeah, that's definitely encouraging to see. Um, makes us excited for the bull market. Yeah, Fingers yeah. crossed. Because it's very. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, it's very scalable, right? So it's going to be nice. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your favorite website to check out? Uh, Vlaffinity and Lafinity token price. I use a uh, birdeye dot so. I think. Yeah. The... Okay, that's what I use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just checking the. Uh... Yeah, it's dot so. Yeah, that one's great. They have a price chart, the most recent trades. Um, you can create a watch list um, for your favorite tokens. Uh, there's like tons of information on the token. Um, yeah. There's like 24 hour stats. Like, there's just so much. And it's like, it's all like just top holders. There's like so much good information. Super useful. Yeah, yeah, I like uh, Bird Bird Eye. It's really a good website. <clears throat> yeah, I've talked with them too. Um, like, asked them to make some changes, 
forgot what I asked, but yeah, they implemented the changes, uh, responsive team as well, as far as I know. So yeah, really cool. Really? Yep. Wow. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like a lot of people think that like, uh, these websites and projects and owners and this and that are like unaccessible, but a lot of times they're looking for feedback. They're looking to, to get help and, uh, to, to help improve their their UIs and stuff like that. And so it's always good to get feedback from people. And so they're more open than people would expect. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. It's like something you hear a bunch in crypto that like the founders of projects tend to be more accessible. Absolutely. Uh, which, which makes sense, I guess. Um, yeah. Smaller user base for most projects anyways. 100%. 100%. Um, so you want to kick things off with um, maybe we could talk about like what you guys have done uh, that's new with Lifefinity recently. I know, I know there was uh, like a marinade partnership. Maybe, but well, first of all, because like I'm pretty sure, like I don't know if everybody here knows about what Lifefinity is exactly, hundred percent. So maybe you'd like want to give like a little uh, rundown of what it is and what what you guys do and and all that. Yeah, sure. So, Lefinity is a proactive market maker. It's designed to improve capital efficiency and reduce impermanent loss. So, at a very basic level, how it does those things is um, it improves capital efficiency by concentrating liquidity. And it reduces impermanent loss by using an oracle to price its assets. Um, so without getting too much into the weeds, those are the basic mechanisms of our decks. And then we also have um, a set of NFTs. Um, these are animated NFTs. And uh, we actually launched them before the full launch of our decks. So it's kind of how our community first got started. And uh, yeah, so those are the two like main things going on with Lefinity, you could say. Right. That's yeah. So that that's a good rundown. And like at first, when you guys uh, came out with your NFTs, you didn't have the AMM that the AMM wasn't up yet, correct? So like it took a while before uh, you guys implemented it, and now there's a portion of profits that go to burning the NFT. Is that correct? So actually the DEX was live before the NFTs, but the uh, difference with how it is right now is that uh, one, it was totally funded by the team's funds and therefore there wasn't like a ton of liquidity. And two, we weren't integrated with Jupiter. So people would only trade on our DEX by visiting our website. And so we had much less volume. So after the NFTs, um, we, we raised a bunch of capital from the NFTs and then put it all in our decks. And afterwards we integrated with Jupiter. So yeah, that's like how we started off um, testing our decks and uh, worked really well. And yeah, so it's been generating revenue and that revenue is used to uh, buy back the flares, our NFTs. And actually, they're not burned. They are held in a wallet 
and they belong to the Flare DAO, and the DAO can uh, choose to do with them whatever they want. This is my personal opinion, but um, in general, I think it's better to keep an asset than to just write, just uh, burn it. Because Correct. if you're just holding it in a wallet, like uh, it's not going to cause any sell pressure. And nevertheless, there may be in the future some uh, some way to use those NFTs to generate more revenue. Um, and actually, we have uh, done that. We've generated like about 50 soul of revenue just by um, having this giant pool of NFTs. And then our holders can swap one of their own flares for a flare in that giant pool uh, for a small fee. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just one example of, you know, the way you could use these bought back flares to generate extra revenue. Yeah, that's that's actually really smart. I think that uh, you're absolutely right that burning an NFT doesn't really get you anywhere in comparison to utilizing it for uh, future funds that you could use with the DAO and etc. I, I like that idea a lot. I actually had that misconception that my flares as well, well, that when you guys were sweeping the floors that the, the NFTs were burned. So, um, but that's, that's actually really cool. So like it's in a pool of NFTs. Yeah. And I know about the swapping part. Um, yeah. I've, uh, I've checked it out a couple of times. It's pretty cool. Is it called the nice. graveyard exchange? Is yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, that's really cool, man. Uh, look, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a bit about my, my own project. I know you're, you're in the discord and, uh, I really appreciate you, you being there. Um, I yeah, see Adam too. here. I too. only have like yeah. a, I only have a vague understanding of it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. So basically what we're doing is, uh, first off, you know, I've been in, uh, in NFTs for about a year and a quarter now. And, uh, you know, I've had, I've had decent amount of success because I've had the opportunity to be around a lot of sharp people in the NFT world, people who who know how to trade profitably and also uh, know what to invest in. And so, like, for example, Lifefinity was a great investment. Um, And so now I'm at the point where, you know, I kind of made some really good trades recently. I owned a legendary Tayo, and so I sold that legendary Tayo. And um, I think I started with like a degen egg and then I made my way up to a legendary Tayo and then I traded that legendary Tayo for three generation one Tayo robotics. And so now what I'm doing is I'm donating five uh, generation one Tayos to my DAO, which will accumulate scrap slash graphite and that will be you know, sold for USDC or Solana and that USDC and Solana will be distributed across the board to all my holders. Um, That's just to give people an example of how we're going to quote unquote fractionalize our NFTs. So 50% of the revenues that's generated from our NFTs are going to be given to our holders and the other 50% is going to be used to buy future assets. And so we can continue to grow and also uh, distribute profits to our holders. And so really what we're trying to do is we're trying to purchase premium NFTs that generate revenue that's not necessarily from um, royalties. So we know that, you know, royalties has been a big issue in, 
in Solana recently and so, and there's really like there's no way of stopping like OTC trades or anything like that it's just it, it's going to be really hard if people try to stop it and I, I don't think it's really smart because at the end of the day like your holders should be able to decide what they want to do with their NFTs and um, and so what we want to do is focus on projects that that are generating revenue beyond royalties like yeah that have a marketplace platform that you know a lot of people get mad at yeah because they're they're trading with no fees but the way we see it is that um they're actually giving back revenue to the holders of their nfts when you look at magic eden they're taking all the profits for themselves and so like i don't think it's counterproductive because at the end of the day like uh those those that revenue pool is redistributed amongst um an entire uh pool of nfts and and holders and so like yaw is an example lifefinity is an example uh you know you look at turtles that have their soul casino which is the only regulated casino on solana that, that's very uh interesting uh when it comes to revenue share they have a pool currently that's open that has 250% APY um, and it's pretty stable. It's it's revenue shared directly from the casino, which is really cool. Um, there is a lot of projects in Solana that not a lot of people know about. And so what we aim mostly is to be an, a great gateway for someone new, uh, for newcomers that, that want to have a little more sustainable portfolio because as we've mentioned earlier, you know, Lifefinity has done well even during a bear market. So, um, you know, the way we see it is that if you if you own assets that produce or generate revenue other than royalties, then your portfolio is going to be a little more sustainable. And so with time, uh, you know, that can help a lot of people. And so that that's what we aim to do mostly. Nice. Um yeah, let me check my understanding just like in my own words. So basically what you're going to do is like buy a bunch of NFTs that are NFT projects that are able to generate their own revenue. And then um, you're going to issue NFTs that are basically like fractional ownership over all those NFTs that you bought. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. So we're starting with the five tiles that we have currently. We have more in store that we're not letting everybody know. Uh, we're, we're keeping that a secret, but like, yeah, the objective is uh, to do exactly that. And the fractionalization part is our NFT collection that we're going to be dropping will be partial ownership of the NFTs that the DAO owns. And so we, we don't intend on ever selling the NFTs that we buy. So obviously what we're going to be looking at is, is it a good price versus return on investment? Is it a good price versus uh, the way that the token that they're distributing is performing? So like if I look at Xlifinity, for example, like right now it's, it's a bit lower than, uh, than the IDO. If I, if I remember, uh, is it lower than the IDO? It's a, if it is, it is it's yeah. just a tiny bit. Yeah. So it's a tiny bit lower than the IDO price. And so I think that right now, you know, setting some buy orders at a bit cheaper price for Xlifinity is is a is a great move. 
Um, there's, there's a lot of other things. Like if you look at quantum traders and, and you just, you monitor the floor a bit, there's a lot of floored quantum traders that are high, uh, rarity. So like you get, you could get from like one to 3000 rarity quantum traders at floor prices, which, which is a higher expected value over time. And so, I mean, there, there's, we're looking at great positions to buy and then we're going to hold uh long term so we're not flipping nfts uh just to make that clear because i know a lot of projects they think they could flip for their own dow and stuff like that that's not what we're doing at all because obviously you know when you're flipping you could get burned really easily and we're trying to bring sustainability to our portfolios yeah imagine if uh you're trying to do flipping like you're basically trying to do it at scale because like you have tons of NFTs in your portfolio. Like the larger you become, I mean, and NFTs are like super illiquid. So I'm um, like doing that at scale would be pretty difficult. But yeah, that's really cool. Cause um, like even for myself, like there, there's just so many NFT projects nowadays and um, there's like a bunch that I, I wish I knew more about, like sound really interesting and I wish I could like look into it, but like just don't have the time. So yeah, like having a project like do that on your behalf basically is cool. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it and definitely. So like the other portion of our project is definitely, you know, we have a lot of resources in terms of experts. We've, you know, you and I have spoken in the past a lot, and so on Skype and and whatnot. So we have a lot of people available to us to help us make. Uh, educated decisions in what we buy and um, we're very confident that uh, you know our holders will be able for a very small fraction of the price be partial owners of premium nfts and you know when i say premium nfts i don't mean d gods for example you know i look at d gods and and the fact of the matter is they don't have a revenue generating platform all they have is royalties so you know, those projects are projects we kind of want to avoid because they're extremely volatile. And so, yeah, so that just to get that clear. Gotcha. So, yeah, man, so that's pretty much it. And I, I've been uh, I've been wondering, um, you know, how you, with Marinade now, you guys, so I, I was going to talk about this earlier, but you, you guys got a new partnership with Marinade uh, with Lifefinity Flares. Can you explain a bit about that? Sure. Funny you should ask because right, like right this very moment, there's some huge drama going on regarding that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So our partnership with Marinade was, um, let's see. So it was a grant of their MNDE token to us, two million MNDE, and um, I might miss some of the terms. There's like a bunch, but basically we will provide 1 million worth of MSOL USDC liquidity in our pool. And uh, Marinade also created a gauge for that pool. Um, and for those who are familiar, you can lock your MNDE tokens and use that to vote for gauges. And so we are using that to vote for our own pool. And that means we are directing a portion of the uh, weekly MNDE rewards to our pool. Um, yeah, so that's basically the the partnership. And so I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, 
I'm Go assuming ahead. you don't want to. I'm assuming you don't want to talk about the drama. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I mean, like it's it's totally public. Like it's on the it's on their forums. I mean, might as well now that I've mentioned it. Um, and it's like very nuanced. Like it's become their their longest forum post, like the most posts ever. And it's only been up for less than a week. Like <laughs> insane amounts of discussion. Um, but so basically, the contention is that uh, so the way because of the way Lefinity works, um, it turns out we can basically compound our MNDE rewards in a way that other protocols are not doing. So just to explain, in other protocols, how this usually works, this is just basic standard liquidity mining, where someone will deposit say liquidity, if they're another DEX, for example. And then um, they will get a stream of MNDE rewards. And they can withdraw that whenever they want. And uh, yeah, so like pretty straightforward. And then in our case, what's different is that um, one, in our MSOL USDC pool, we are the sole liquidity provider. So the protocol is providing all the liquidity, which means that the protocol gets all the MNDE rewards. Now, of course, the liquidity that the protocol owns is ultimately owned by the token holders. Um, and so the rewards, the MNDE rewards, also ultimately belong to the token holders. But um, they cannot access it immediately, like they could on um, other DEXs. <laughs> And uh, this is actually part of the terms of the grant. So yeah, one of the things I forgot to mention is that part of the deal is we would lock our um, MNDE for a year. All the rewards we get, we would lock them for a year. Um, so I think normally, if you think about it, like a protocol receives another protocol's tokens, and instead of... Um, distribu distributing them to users, which usually ends up in, you know, something like 90% of people selling, um, the protocol locks 100% of it. Like, that seems like a good thing for um, the protocol distributing their token, in this case, Marinade. But, so one side effect of this is, um, I, I guess I kind of mentioned it earlier, but Affinity is able to, because it locks its rewards, that means that uh, each week, it has more MNDE locked than it did the week before, which means the amount of rewards it's getting is increasing over time. Whereas the other protocols, because they're distributing all the MNDE to their users, um, they don't have this effect. They basically have a fixed amount of MNDE. And yeah, so uh, relative to us, the share of their, their share of the rewards uh, gradually decreases. And so this is what was brought up on the forum. Um, this dynamic, people did not like this dynamic. And uh, people started saying that the amount of MNDE we're, we were receiving was too much, like basically that we were being overpaid for the liquidity we're providing. So yeah, there's a very heated discussion going on in the forums sheesh yeah that's uh 
that's a lot to take in, but I mean, yeah, that's uh, it's interesting because being the sole pool provider, I mean, I would I would assume that that would be okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's quite interesting. I I, I didn't hear about that that uh, specific situation, but I was just I was browsing and I I realized that you know uh, Lightfinity has been a top. protocol on jupiter for a very long time now and you guys are weekly doing uh third third place on on jupiter which is amazing in terms of top pool providers can you elaborate on how not necessarily being like number one or number two means you're the most profitable because like you could be a top pool provider but have like zero fees Yeah, sure. So I think Orca is a good example. So Orca, I think, is usually the top pool or protocol on Jupiter. And um, part of that reason, I mean, one, like they've executed very well and uh, they have a, a ton of liquidity. Um, their token has decent value and therefore they're able to do liquidity mining Um And they have like pretty high fees. Um, they're also integrated into a bunch of front ends. So all that to say, like uh, <laughs> they have a bunch of volume. Um, however, until just today, actually, their whirlpools, which are their concentrated liquidity pools, didn't have any protocol fees. So all the trading fees went to the liquidity providers, which means the protocol itself wasn't earning anything from that. Um, so yes, they're doing tons of volume, but, um, or maybe people might be more familiar with like Uniswap because there was a bunch of discussion around, uh, turning on the fee switch recently. So that's basically what Orca just did today. Um, they turned their fee switch on. In practice, this means that their fees increased, um, for their volatile pools, they increased from 0.2% to 0.3%. So a 50% increase, which is quite large. Um, so what this will mean is that now Orca will be able to generate revenue for the protocol um, from their whirlpools. Uh, on the other hand, because now that their fees are a lot higher, this could mean their volume Uh, decreases a bunch because it's now it's more expensive for traders to trade. You have to pay a higher fee. Right. So, And so it'll, it'll seek out like Lifinity, for example, that'll be cheaper. Exactly. So actually this is uh, really good for Lifinity because it basically just makes our pools more competitive. Uh, we will get more volume because Orca will get less. Yeah. I never understood how, some protocols survive with zero fees like eventually you know you have running costs to everything i mean you can't just you know d do it with zero fees all the time or like extremely low fees then and become like unprofitable as a business but that that's really interesting i've uh, i've always wondered that yeah i mean like most dexes they are funded not by The, tree, the, the fees they're making, but by investment dollars, right? So, um, you know, they, they probably have 
like most DEXs have, you know, a bunch of money that they got from uh, VCs and uh, like that can keep them going for pretty long. I think the idea behind uh, like, <laughs> like the hope is um, basically to grow, to grow to a point where um, they're out competing other DEXs in terms of users and uh, they get tons of usage. And once they reach that point, they more aggressively seek fees so that they can uh, become a sustainable business model. I mean, like this is something common in all or like many types of businesses, I think, uh, like loss leader strategies. Um, but yeah, liquidity mining in general, that's like, that's basically the idea of it, I think. So I, uh, I just wanted to mention that to, I told my, my holder, well, my holders, I told my, uh, my DAO that, uh, if they joined, if anybody joined that I would give out a password that they could go and open a ticket with and I'll whitelist them. So in the middle of this, I'm just going to go ahead and say the password is flares. So if you go and say flares in the ticket, you'll get whitelisted for my project. Um, <laughs> nice, yeah, real sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. There we go. But yeah, man. So like, yeah, I think that's really interesting to get to get back to your point. Um, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see the outcome of all this. And I I like the fact that you know Lifefinity as a protocol scales well with Solana. So hopefully, you know, through this bear market, it's been hard, but still as a business it's generating a lot of revenue and so just for people to understand because i don't think we've mentioned this but if you own so you can buy there's two different tokens there's lifeinity token and x lifeinity that's tradable as tokens and if you buy x lifeinity you you have the option well basically you could either trade that token or you can lock it for four years. And if you lock it for four years, you're reaping the rewards of the uh, protocol. So basically, I don't know if you guys have a set schedule of when you distribute rewards, but from what I've seen so far, it's kind of, it's a bit random, but like, so you, you get rewards from the protocol. So you're basically quote unquote, a shareholder of the protocol, if you will, as an owner of Xlifinity, is that correct? Yeah, essentially. Actually, we do distribute on a monthly schedule. So we are distributing on the 25th of each month. Um, and uh, on that date, your rewards will pop up on the rewards page uh, on our app. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we have a, your rewards will come in a bunch of tokens. Um, Hashtag real yield. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important because yeah, it's real. It's real tokens. It's like USDC, Solana, Ethereum. Yeah. There's a bunch of tokens. Yeah, no, no liquidity tokens. No liquidity mining. Right, um, right. But yeah, uh, yeah. You basically explained the the tokens. I guess uh, just for completeness. Um, if you want to get the revenue from your X Lifinity, you do have to convert it to VE Lifinity, which is the um, locked, or how should I say? It's like, it, it's basically the token, it's the version of the token that gives you yield. Um, and this token is special because it doesn't show in your wallet. It'll only show in the interface on our app. So if you get X Lifinity, which is a 
tokenized version of for, uh, VE Lefinity locked for four years, then you definitely want to convert that X Lefinity to VE Lefinity so that you will start earning the revenue. Right. And so I've, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've talked and, and so I just want to mention that I'm, I'm a holder myself. I love Lifinity. I love the, the idea, but also if you own the NFT, the NFT generates Lifinity token, which is a different token and, or you can stake your NFTs for the Lifinity, correct? Yeah, so yeah, so um when we first launched our NFTs, we promised to give 1% of the forthcoming token supply, uh 1% of it to the uh flare holders. And so basically this is just our way of distributing that 1% over the course of a year. Um originally we planned to airdrop it over the course of a year, but um airdrops seem to always have many logistic issues. So to bypass that, we just switch to a staking model. Um, it's not like, so <laughs> I kind of want to differentiate it from like the standard staking you might find from um, other NFT projects. Like you shouldn't think of this as a way, like what APY am I getting on my, my NFT for staking it type of thing. It's just our way of distributing the promised tokens. And this program will end after a year. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, it's May 16th of next year. So like eight more months. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, if you stake your Flare, you can get a stream of Lefinity tokens. And if you block your Flare um, until May 16th of next year, you will get a bunch of VE Lefinity up front uh, all at once. So um, yeah, there's like pros and cons to both uh, with the staking model, you'll probably get more total Lefinity tokens. Uh, whereas with the locking, you get the Lefinity tokens up front, which means you'll be earning yield uh, from those VE Lefinity uh, earlier than you would from like any Lefinity that you would get gradually from staking. But yeah, so those are two options. Right, right. That's that's uh, that makes sense. I mean, like, there's, it's really just. It, I think it depends a lot on the market and and the AMM and how everything turns out. But what's amazing about Lifinity in the end is that it's extremely scalable. And in a bull market where Solana is worth two hundred dollars, um, it could do extremely, extremely well. And so, like, that's what I always liked about Lifinity is that it it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like a bet on Solana in in another sense, and AMMs are hard to to fail because there's always going to be transactions. But if Solana is worth a lot more, then I think that uh, Lifeinity does a lot better too. Am I right about that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the main variable in our revenue is basically volume. Uh, more volume, more revenue, and uh, tends to be that there's less volume in bear markets and much more volume in uh, bull markets. And uh, another factor is that during bull markets, the prices of assets are higher. And 
actually that also has a positive effect on our revenue revenue when you are measuring it in dollars anyways, because the fees that we generate are um, LP tokens and LP tokens are composed of the assets. So for example, if it's our sole USDC pool, we'll be earning um, sole USDC LP tokens, which means we'll be earning both sole and USDC. So the higher the price of sole, the the more um, revenue we'll be generating. So yeah, and uh, we're doing all right in this bear market even. So yeah, yeah that <laughs> should be great in the bull market. I know, that's that's what's really exciting. That's why like as a project for us, it's great to get involved in those those NFTs and projects like that are undervalued in our mind because if, if Solana scales, obviously so does Lifinity really well. And so you could be getting in at an extremely cheap price right now um, while earning as well. So you're going to get a return on investment. I think we've calculated about a 12% ROI right now, something around that. Uh for for staking v lafinity i don't know if i'm correct about that those calculations exactly but i know that you have a poker background just like me so i'm pretty sure you've made some a few calcs yourself yeah actually we do announce the apr on um, our tokens each month when we announce our revenue figures so last month the um, APR for X Lafinity was, I think it was something like 15 or 16%. And, um, but yeah, that's going to be constantly changing. Um, it's going to be, it's going to depend on two things. One, how much revenue we generate in dollars. And two, the price of X Lafinity. Um, because the APR is based on the price of X Lafinity. So the higher the price of X Lafinity, the lower the APR. And uh, so, for example, right now, I think last month, Xlifinity was like 36 cents. And right now it's like 38.5 or something. So that right. means all else being equal, the APR will have decreased. However, if you're holding the token, you know, that's offset by an increase in, increase in value of the token. So it kind of, it's kind of like this uh, mean reverting force, uh, like... Uh, that kind of counteracts each other. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've monitored uh, Xlafinity for a long time, and I I saw at some points that some people were just selling it for like ridiculously cheap amounts. You'd have some people that were had buying orders at like twenty cents, I think, or fifteen cents, I forget. But yeah, yeah, they they would sell, and I was like, oh my god, that's unreal. So like that's. <laughs> That's such great value, but yeah, I, I I saw that a few times, and it's like it's 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 as big of a blunder as the person who listed their BSL yesterday for eleven point five soul. You know, like it's a, the same thing. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's yeah, that's that makes sense. What you explained, I really appreciate your uh, the time you've you've explained everything, and uh, I think that you know we've exposed. Lifinity a, a lot lately to uh, to people in our DAO and also um, in other Twitter spaces. I like to talk about Lifinity because I, I think it's a project that a lot of people uh, tend to ignore because it's not 
a PFP project. And even though I do think the art is pretty amazing, and here's some alpha for those who who who, uh, who are wondering, we we actually hired two artists to work on our own NFT, and uh, we took a page from Lifeinity for our NFT. So we're kind of looking, we're kind of looking for a sword that uh, that has traits that are similar to to Lifeinity without going into specifics. I really like the graphics of Lifeinity flares, and I always thought that like it was some of the coolest art in Solana, but yet nobody uses it as a PFP because it's tagged as a utility uh, project. And so, looking forward yeah. to to changing yeah. that. Yeah, I think the other thing is like our NFTs are animated and you know that's like a big part of what makes them look cool. But you know every everywhere where you can use your PFP, they only support uh static images. So 100%. you can never Yeah, you can never get the animation, which is kind of sad. Yeah, that is so true. Uh that's that's actually something, you know, we we've thought about as well. And so, but yeah, we're looking at the animation side for sure. So we would like to have that. I think it looks good on Magic Eden, but, uh, and on Yaw, for example. I don't know if Yaw has the animation yet, but we'll, uh, I actually have to check that out. But yeah, so look, it looks really great on, on the markets when, when it's there. Um, I would love to have that on Twitter if, but I, I feel like Twitter, man, it's just unfortunate because Twitter is like the hub for NFTs. And yeah. it's so sad that they haven't worked on Twitter spaces and they have not worked on, you know, <laughs> PFPs and stuff like that. Because, you, you know, as well as me, like Twitter spaces bugs out a lot and there's oh, yeah. like a lot of things you can't do. Yeah, it's a miracle that nothing has happened yet so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, uh, but yeah, man, it was awesome talking to you, man. I really appreciate the time you've given me and uh, the opportunity to, to, to have you as a consultant on our project. And so, I mean, we're, we're really going to be successful yesterday. We, uh, we, we've only had our discord open for three days now. And, um, uh, yesterday I had a, a Twitter space with a project called intrepid that's minting today. And, um, in that Twitter spaces, there was like seven people and, with the seven people, one of them was a member of the council. So I don't know if you're aware of what the council is, but I think it's this new group. And I just learned about it yesterday, but it, it's this new group of influencers that have came together and try to support projects that they think are, th that look good. And so the council, one of the members of the councils was in the Twitter spaces and they liked what we talked about for our project. And so they decided to, dm us and talk about a potential partnership and having uh those people come in and so those people include like uh like soul hub uh you know uh influencers like that so we were very excited to have those people uh come up and talk to us so i think raiku is now on our our uh, discord so we're gonna be looking at um potential influx of people on our discord and that's our main short-term objective is to really build our community and have eyes on our project and also answer any questions anyone has and yesterday i actually took the time with my girl with my girlfriend she yeah, i wrote a bunch of questions on on a piece of paper had myself in a video with like a, a bandana on kind of like what frank from d gods did and 
I sat down and started answering all the questions that she was asking me in a video. And so we're going to edit that video and we're going to, we're going to drop it in our discord and probably on Twitter. And so people can understand who Stoisy is, what my background is and, you know, what my intentions are with this project. And really what, what got me annoyed with time is to see so many newcomers in the space come in and do all these, these degen mints that, that are projects that are just going nowhere, that uh, people are just minting PFPs for, for a couple days. And then all of a sudden the floor price tanks and they get dumped on. And so like that kind of annoys me over time to see that as a recurring thing. And I, I feel like those projects that are doing those things, they kind of siphon out the liquidity in the market. And it sucks because people lose sustainability, they get turned off by NFTs, and then they leave. So we kind of want to be that gateway to newcomers to come in and say, look, we will have a sustainable portfolio, our floor price is likely to be sustainable, because we're kind of the S&P 500 of NFTs. And so we own NFTs that generate real revenue, and we'll distribute that revenue. So we'll kind of be pegged on that. And, and, you know, we'll, it will give people that that option within the NFT world to to have a more sustainable portfolio in a very volatile environment. And like you said, you know, uh, NFTs are extremely illiquid. And so I think having NFTs that generate r real revenue in your portfolio is extremely important if you if you're actually serious about trading NFTs and you want to be successful. And it's funny because I had a discussion the other day with a, with a guy that, that really wanted to give me his opinion on my project and how he thought that it, it wouldn't work and, and all that. And he was telling me that he had two projects that he was holding and it was Kets and something else. I forget what the other one was, but so, so my answer to him was, so you prefer holding a project. Oh, it was Kets and Catalina whales. And I, I, I like those projects. They're really cool. They have great, uh, you know, a great community and they also have a lot of uh, projects in the future. But my answer to him was, so you prefer to invest in a project that has nothing established yet than invest in something that does, that is established and has, you know, uh, a, a generate, a revenue generating platform. And his answer to me was that, well, projects with, Genuine, uh, with revenue generating platforms are already priced in the floor price. And that's where I totally disagree because if you look at Lifinity, you know, I, I don't think that it, it's, it's, uh, it's included in the floor price. I don't think that X Lifinity is included in the floor price at all. So same thing for Yaw. I mean, Yaw is a great example. Like the potential for Yaw is gigantic and they're, it's, it's, I think the quantum traders are sitting at 5.5 soul. So you, you look at those projects and you're like, no, dude, like people are just really attracted to the new meta, which is like PFPs community and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is those projects are extremely volatile. So you'll see swings of like from 40 soul to five soul back to 20 soul. And then <laughs> oh, let's hire an influencer to get us pumped back up. And so they rely on royalties and that's kind of like very hard to sustain a profit. And you're only going to profit from those NFTs if you sell. And that's what I love 
to tell people all the time is like when when people come up to me and they say yo like i i uh my project just went up 20 floor price and then i ask them okay so did you sell and then if they say no then i say well you'd never profited from it yet and that that's the that's the truth of the matter if you didn't sell you didn't profit from it but the advantage of having revenue generating nfts is that you're constantly profiting profiting from the project and you're always getting revenue which is absolutely a great way to diamond hand a project and be able to hold it long term if you can't get that then it's it's very hard you know to not take a profit and then your community is always changing and so so on and so forth so i kind of want to help people um get out of that meta of just trying to flip nfts and do degen mints and mint any crap that's that's on the market and stuff like that um and i'm not saying other projects are crap not at all i'm i'm i think that's like if you look at d gods for example you know without frank and d gods i don't think we would have had this little bull market that we've had recently um so you know there's a lot of credit to be given to those projects and they've innovated a new way of bringing in people and maintaining uh value to their investors but at the end of the day is if you're not generating real revenue it's going to be a very volatile ride you know so that's my whole point about it yeah it's a noble mission i guess fighting against the human impulse to gamble <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a gambler myself i i <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah, did you hear about, uh, you know, we're speaking, uh, you know, I, I like to end Twitter spaces with Alpha. I don't know if you if you've been because I know you're very busy with Lifeinity Flares. And actually, I wanted to say I think you're very smart because I, I heard about the way that you actually got involved with Lifeinity Flares is that you were you were early in the project and the devs thought that you were extremely good at answering the questions and so they had you come on the team is that what happened uh, sort of actually i was just asking questions <laughs> um, <laughs> um to make sure i understood correctly and i mean i wasn't even trying to get a job or anything but uh, they offered me so <laughs> it worked out well yeah that's that's great but yeah, so since you're you're so busy with Lifeinity, I don't know if you've had time, but I like to end spaces with like some alpha calls or, or stuff like that. And um, you know, my my if if you have some, you could share it. If anybody else has something they would want to ask or speak of, or you know, obviously you could ask Dirt. And I know there's a lot of uh, question marks when it comes to Lifeinity because it's a complex project. But if anybody has any questions on my project or Lifeinity, feel free to to ask to speak and when it comes to alpha calls like I'll, I'll end with that um basically i i know that kataro sharks came out recently with a poker platform that you could literally go play poker against people uh for different tokens that are in solana which is pretty cool um and so i know that they're going to be scaling that i talked to the owner and they're, they're going to be scaling it a lot more i don't think that the nft is worth purchasing yet but i think it's smart to keep an eye out for uh dips within that nft because their their uh, ui and and their poker platform looks really good and they have actually partnered with tios to make a tio uh, poker table and so i'm looking forward to that because i got you know you know that we have some uh some some poker whales in in our in our special chat so we're gonna 
going to have those poker wheels go in there and see if we could get some influencers to, to dump some money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, um, do you have any alpha that you'd like to share something that you've know that you found out about a project or anything like that? Yeah. I wish I had, um, uh, been thinking about this. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> having things come to mind in the moment. Uh, it's all good. Is, uh, no tough, worries. But, but no, I have uh, one thing. Well, I mean, I kind of mentioned it. So, uh, like Orca just raised their fees. So that should mean every other decks should now have increasing volume relative to them. Um, I don't know how significant that will be, but yeah, that's one thing. And then, uh, just for Lefinity, um, we're actually going to be coming out with, uh, our V2 soon. And uh, we haven't talked about the details of the V2 yet. There will be an article um, on that. But uh, yeah, I guess just to mention one feature is uh, we're going to be changing the way we, uh, the, uh, the price curve we use. So like right now we're using the Uniswap V3 method of concentration. We're gonna be adjusting that so that um, we have tighter spreads uh, especially near the current price. And uh, let's see, other than that, yeah, we're, we're totally changing our market-making method. Um, details best left for the article because it's pretty technical. But yeah, this should have pretty significant benefits for Lefinity, specifically um, less impermanent loss and also the ability to uh, open pools for more tokens. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And well, I mean, Xlifinity is is uh, definitely a good option. I would think right now that's sitting under IDO price. I mean, for me, that's that's pretty that's pretty solid pick itself. So thank thank you thank you very much for for the time, uh, Durden. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the exposure you've allowed me to to get and. Hopefully, I could get this project on the road and we could start uh, distributing some uh, profits to holders. Yeah, sounds good. Looking forward to what you guys come up with. Thank you very much. I'll, uh, I'll be shutting the spaces now. Thanks. Thanks for joining, everyone. We really appreciate it. Peace.